With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to LetMonroe.com. I am Jeremy Birmingham. This is Bermanology. Today, we are talking to Ohio State 2023 offensive line target, Luke Montgomery, one of Ohio's most interesting players and prospects and a kid that has a Rolodex unlike anyone else in his class. So uh, without much else to say, let's get to Luke Montgomery on this episode of Bermanology from Letterman Row. Welcome to the show, Luke Montgomery. It has been a year, roughly, since we had you on the show last. Luke, when you were the first 2023 prospect we had on Bermanology last summer, a lot has changed in that time. Uh, you've gotten a lot bigger. I've gotten smaller. <laughs> You know, we've spent a lot of time talking in the last year, Luke, about just this process and, you know, everything you're going through. What was the biggest, I don't know, I I guess the biggest thing the last year taught you about the recruiting process now that you're fully entrenched in it? It's a lot for sure. Um, It's awesome. Uh, It's been a great ride so far. I mean, we went to so many places this summer, obviously. So um, that was great to see the Southern schools and take that Southern swing down South and be able to see them and. Um, like I've never seen an SEC school before this summer. So, I mean, that just showed me what it's like down south. And, um, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, I mean, it just started for us. I mean, I've seen kids, um, committing so far, like already and stuff. And that's, I mean, I, I think that's crazy. It's just like time flies. I remember I was a freshman playing freshman football and then COVID hit after that in like March. We played five games our sophomore year. Now I'm here, uh, going into my junior year already. And, most of my friends are seniors, so it's pretty crazy. Oh, so, Luke, you are the number 45 ranked player on the initial on three sports top 100 in your class. You are a player that I think at this point, even you yourself will recognize that it's more about uh, potential than where you're at as far as an offensive lineman. I mean, you, you know that you're learning the position. How important or, or how much impact do you think that the COVID year has had on just your development at that spot? Yeah, I mean, I, w- I would say um, it's had a lot of development. I mean, it, obviously, OSHA gave a rule out that we weren't limited to 10 days anymore. So, I mean, I, we took that as advantage just as a team in general and um, went and lifted every day, did our stuff. And then, obviously, thank- thankfully, we still got to go out and go to camps. And I got to talk with all these coaches and meet with them and just talk about technique and what it's like to be an offensive lineman. Because, I mean, they've all said, like, I mean, you can go out and throw a ball. I mean, you can go out and catch a ball, but like an offensive lineman, it's just not natural stuff. So you got to be able to really work at your technique and be able to do the little things. Has Finley figured out a way to get a like a tackle quarterback play yet? I know you can throw the ball 65, 70 yards. So I mean, um, have you guys figured that out? I can end around from, from Ryan to you, back to Ryan where you throw it to him. I mean, is that in the is that in the works? It might be in the works. We have to look through the um all those different rules and stuff for the um, offensive lineman eligibility. So we'll have to see. No, obviously, I mean, I think it, it's it's interesting here just to watch. I mean, there's still sometimes I think when you wonder, like, and if I'm putting words into your head or your mouth here, tell me, but are there times when you still wonder if you'd be better off on the defensive side of the ball? Where you, I mean, are you starting to fully embrace the the idea that your future and probably the best chance for you to become, you know, super stinking rich down the road 
are around <laughs> the offensive line? Um, as of right now, I mean, I've only been through two scrimmages, and so far, I'm really loving offensive line, but I'm still also loving defense. And I think it's more of like where my body's going to be after this year. Um, I'm 265 ish pounds right now. Um, so after this year, I tend on going up a little bit in weight and just seeing like what I do. I mean, like during this fall, honestly, just on both sides of the ball and going from there. I mean, in your dream scenario, you'd be four inches taller and playing power forward in basketball, not worried about football. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> have you had to have these tough decisions or tough discussions with yourself about like basketball season comes around and it's mm -hmm. harder for you to put on that football weight, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, I'm not really as worried about it right now. Uh, once basketball's over, I'll have the spring and summer to really kick into that gear and be able to, I mean, just eat a bunch and just keep carbs, high carbs, and just a lot of calories and stuff like that. And so I, I'm not as worried about it as many others would be, but I mean, I'm still going to eat a lot during basketball and just keep my weight where it's at. That's honestly just try not to drop weight. Are you of the mindset that this upcoming season is your final basketball season or are, how, how is that hitting you i know for for like jack yeah. sawyer it hit him really hard like he was like right, yeah I, I gotta give this up are you are you coming to terms with that yeah i mean i i talked about that with my dad on the way home a couple of days ago and my mom actually but i was just like that's crazy i mean i've worked so hard in basketball and i really thought when i was younger i had a chance to be around like 6 10 6 6 11 and just play power five basketball and just playing division one but um um, obviously that, that wasn't in store for me and, um, it's going to be hard to give up, but we are in the making right now of going through my stuff with my counselors and I will be enrolling early wherever I go. You know, your, you know, your basketball life has opened up a ton of doors for you. And I mean, it's how you've met so many of the other kids in your class that are football prospects. I mean, kids like Peyton yeah. Kirkland, for example, that people are like, oh, mm -hmm. like, just Luke Montgomery, know this kid, but like you've played mm -hmm. basketball with all these kids and, you know, how is the how has the game changed for you on the recruiting trail now that you've had a chance to go places and see places and and get to know some of these kids you only sort of knew through social media? Um, it's awesome. It's really exciting just to be able to go see them. I mean, uh, getting them know them during COVID. I mean, it was all electronically, but uh, once we got uh, going on these visits, I got to see a lot of them and build those relationships even more. And um, we talk about what we like, what we dislike, just the pros and cons and stuff like that. Um, every school we've gone to. Um, the Southern, I mean, like in down South, I mean, Oklahoma, that was, I mean, I saw so many kids at that barbecue. I saw um, Alki Nelson, Brandon Ennis. Then I saw Brandon in the next like two days at Ohio State and Carl Tate. I saw him a bunch. Um, Sonny, obviously just knowing him from basketball since like fifth or sixth grade, I started playing him and then Peyton, he played with this team called E1 Elite 11 or something like that down in Florida. Um, but being able to see them just from like eighth grade to now, I mean, it's just like we've changed so much. I mean, I, I think Peyton was like six three or six four, and I played him in eighth grade, and now he's taller than me, like six six, six seven. So it's just crazy how that all works out, and um, um, it'll be interesting to see w whether some become my teammates or not in the next couple of years. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about that Oklahoma visit. I know that the Sooners are one of those top schools in your mind. I mean, I know you had a great time out there, but they, they've got four or five five commitments now in the class of 2023 yeah. already, and there's a, a very realistic shot that Brandon Ennis commits there next weekend. Mm -hmm. Like it, you said it already, but it, it, do you think it's kind of crazy that all these kids are committing early? I mean, I don't want you to say this kid is crazy, but from a, from a outside viewpoint, just conceptually, you guys are not even allowed to have unfettered, um, you know, as much conversation as you want with coaches. You, you don't really know who actually 
is interested in you because a lot of schools aren't going to call you until September 1st. Right. Um, I don't think, I think it's like more of a feeling. So, I mean, if you have that feeling and you really like, you've been in everywhere, like some of those kids have, and that's a feeling you get from a school. I don't see why not. You wouldn't just go ahead and commit. But, um, like for me, I just want to be able to take my time. And then like, like you said, September 1st, when people can contact and I mean, maybe some, some of the teams are playing by the rules and just really not contacting you till September 1st. That's my, not how they do it. That's like, well, yeah, it's not how they do it. Obviously before September 1st. So, I mean, like at Clemson, for instance, they're not really in contact, but I'm in, I'm really considering them a lot and I like them a lot. And um, on September 1st, I'll, I'll believe I'll hear from them, hear from them and I'll be open to any other school that comes that way during that time. I don't, I'm not going to ask you to name names because I know that you won't and it's, it's not really your place, but you talk there. It, it's, it's a, not a very well-known secret that there are schools that just skirt some of those little, those meaningless rules mm-hmm. that do, do you guys as recruits pay attention to that? And does it change the way that you view someone or does it make you go, okay, they must really want me because they're doing whatever they want to talk to me. Um, it just, honestly, it just depends on like the circumstance. Like, I mean, if it's like a, like a text or something, and I mean, like, you're like really like liking those coaching, that coaching staff, I don't see it being a problem just cause I mean, that just shows that they really like you obviously. And, as long as they keep that up on September 1st, then I, I don't really see a problem with it. It's kind of a silly rule anyway, if we're being honest. Yeah. I mean, it's not a rule that's ever made a lot of sense, especially for you kids in the class of 2023 that lost so much time because of COVID. But, uh, you know, Luke, we we obviously cover Ohio State at Letterman Row, and I think people watching this are probably wondering if we're going to talk about the Buckeyes. So let's talk about the Buckeyes. You visited twice in June. You were there on the first day of June, the first day that you could be, and then you camped. The first day was a kind of hangout. Everyone had a great time. Then camp day comes and it's like, okay, Luke Montgomery, let's see what you can do. What was that experience like for you with Greg Studuara? You know, um, I was walking in there just like, I, I'm taking all, I'm taking everything and just learning everything from him. Um, I know I was just a baby. Like I was just, just been pretty much born in the life of O-line room. So um, I went in there just thinking, like, I'm going to learn as much as I can and bring that back to my teammates here and help help myself and work on these drills at home individually and together with my teammates. So um, that was just what I brought brought out of that. And um, just being a quick learner is one thing that I feel like the coaching staff looks for. And being able to take that right when they say it and put it into your uh, technique is I think that's pretty huge. So I think I did pretty well at the camp um, and I learned a lot. Would you describe that day as eye-opening as far as like, because I mean, you went to a lot of other schools. I know you camped mm-hmm. at a few spots, but you didn't camp everywhere. So, yeah. and being at Ohio State, the school that I, you know, people kind of link, link you close to them because you're an Ohio kid. Was it like a, oh crap moment? Like I got to really figure this out right now? Or was were you feeling pretty good about the feedback that they gave you? I was feeling really good at, um, from the feedback they gave me at the time. Um, I know like, it was more like Coach Studd. I mean, like you didn't, obviously you're gonna have a lot of positives, but you gotta work on those negatives and little things. So whenever he brought stuff up, I'd really uh, take that in and try to work on it as best as I could. And then you went back to Ohio State for the third time at the end of July for the Buckeye Barbecue Bash and Barbecue Barbecue Bash. And I don't know exactly what yeah. the verbiage is. You and your mom went. What was that day like for you? That's the day that you got a chance to meet Peyton Kirkland. You got a chance to really yeah. hang out with Derek LeBlanc and Richard Young and a couple other Clay Whedon kids from Florida, uh, a couple other key kids from around Ohio, Sonny, et cetera. Um, you know, is there still a, a feeling of 
like you as the ambassador in Ohio, do you feel like compelled to try to tell kids Ohio is awesome? Not in Ohio State necessarily, but like, you know, you see it all the time. There's Ohio kids, there's Florida kids, there's Georgia kids. Everyone mm-hmm. wants those kids to be a part of their their state. Do you have to represent Ohio in that situation? Um, I think uh, I think a lot of us represent Ohio during that situation. Um, Sonny, CJ, me, Joshua, uh, Brennan. I mean, I'm just, we're like all here just saying like Ohio is like we're up there with the Florida kids and the Texas kids. We're not just sitting under their sitting under their wing, and that's how I really feel about that. Now, as a player in Ohio, I, again, I know that growing up, an Ohio State offer was a dream offer for you. And how much different has this year been for you now that you have all these other opportunities to to put aside that fandom that you had growing up and having to just deal with the actual big picture of what it means to be recruited by Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Michigan, Notre Dame, Penn State, like everyone in the country is recruiting you. Is it difficult to put aside that fandom at this point, or have you kind of figured it out? Um, I think I figured it out. Um, I'm really open to anyone. I'm open-minded to anyone. Um, that's why, I mean, I take, take, I didn't take all those trips just, just to take them down south. And, um, I just wanted to start narrowing it down and just be able to go see places and be able to see the different coaching styles and the different cultures of different teams. So that's what I was really doing this, uh, past summer. And, um, I hope for, to uh, make a decision by the end of my junior year and before my senior year. And that's um, starting narrowing it down even more after this fall. So, When do you feel like, you know, or, or not when, but what, what do you feel like the one or two pieces of this puzzle that are still missing for you are? Like what is what's out there? What's that golden goose where you're like, okay, I still haven't figured out if I feel this at, at any place. What's the one thing that is still the driving force? Um, I would say um, – Oh man, that's a hard question. I was, I mean, faith is big for our family and, um, we're in the big FCA and like young life stuff for, um, like, uh, high school, obviously. And I, I'm hoping, uh, they have that in college and like Bible study and stuff like that and church and like just a good church to go to. But I mean, also just like being able to hang around the team after a win, um, like in the locker room, just seeing how that, how they, uh, breathe energy or have energy off each other. So, um, yeah. So I would say just a, just like the team. And uh, um, yeah, I don't know. That was that was hard. Good, good. That's what I, I can't make them all softball questions, Luke. <laughs> What's your schedule coming up here? I know obviously your season starts at, at Finley on August 27th with Anthony Wayne, uh, and, and then you guys, you know, get to it, and you have a full slate ahead of you. When are you going to visit Ohio State? When are you going back to Notre Dame? When are you, what games are you seeing this fall? Yeah, so the first one we'll be going to is on September 11th. Um, we're going to go to the Ohio State Oregon game. And then um, we'll be at the wideout uh, against Auburn, Penn State. And then I believe we have USC on there as well. And I think we'll go to Ohio State, Penn State, and then Michigan, Ohio State. And then uh, Michigan State once probably. I, I'm not sure which game we'll go to there. And then we want to do like two Southern schools, so whether it's going to be between like Clemson, Oklahoma, Alabama, or Georgia. One of uh, two of those four, I believe. I, I hope you guys have, have got a good deal on rental cars or something because I know your dad's yeah, vehicle on a ton of miles this summer. What yeah. was, the one, what was yeah. the one place that you went this summer, Luke, where you were like just surprised by – not the school, because again, you're visiting the, the best schools in the country and the, these football programs know exactly what they're doing. So I'm not surprised that you had a good time on any visit. But 
What's like a mm-hmm. one part of the country where you saw something you're like, wow, I didn't even think about this. Oh, um, I don't know. I, I really like Penn State. Um, I didn't know I was going to. I heard a lot of stuff just like, oh, it's just like in the middle of nowhere. But I got there and I was like, this is probably my favorite campus I've been to this summer. And it was beautiful in the mountains, obviously. Uh, it's just a college town. I mean, it, it was honestly like, like I've been to Miami, Ohio a bunch because that's my fam- uh, my mom and dad were um, in college and my dad played there. So um, we pretty much recognize that as just like a Miami, like an Oxford on steroids almost. And I'm with like 50,000 students. So I thought that was like, it was a really pretty campus and that was pretty mind blowing when I got there. Well, I mean, I, I know that this process has a tendency to blow a lot of minds for a lot of kids. There's a lot to consider. And you, as a, as a young guy that is sort of a Pied Piper, I talked about it, you know, in the introduction, like your little black book is something we talked about <laughs> in the before, like those contacts you have with kids around the country make your recruitment something very interesting for people because you know so many other kids. Has it been easy for you to to put that stuff away just focus on yourself i mean you're extremely social i know that you're one of these kids that wants to talk yeah. to a lot of people but has it been easier or hard for you to just kind of put away and uh the phone and, and just focus on yourself um i mean i can flip the switch i mean it's it's not that hard um i mean like family I'm, i really talk to my family a lot when it comes to just my individual stuff like my mom and dad obviously and then i i mean like i'm, I'm really obviously love like, any other kids and like how they feel about this school like what do you think like do you see us being teammates in the future wherever we go and just like what what like and just like just pretty much about every school well i mean i i know that people are, are going to be in your ear a lot over these next few months and I'm sure I will be at some point, but I'll see you uh, in my hometown of Toledo on September 10th when you take on the Central Catholic uh, Fighting Irish over there and get a chance to watch you in person for the first time as, as awesome. an offensive lineman. So looking forward to that. Uh, Luke, thank awesome. you for taking time to join us, man. Thank you. That's Luke Montgomery from Findlay, Ohio, class of 2023, and one of Ohio State's top targets in that class. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. This has been Bermanology on Letterman Row. Thanks for watching. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.